0: I'm Robert Conti, Chief of the Metropolitan Police Department. Speeding is a problem in DC. Make no mistake, speeding can be deadly. Speed limits exist for your safety. We remain focused on speed enforcement. Always obey posted speed limits.
3: Hi, welcome to Wonderful and Strange. I'm PJ. I'm Celia. And this week we're doing 2018's Hereditary, which was directed by Ari Aster.
4: What have you been up to this week? Um, I've uh, well, I've been to the shops. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. Now uh, it's like, well, I haven't bought anything. No. Well, no. I I was gonna buy something, and they didn't have it. Oh, I needed cement
3: cement and compost apparently yeah. are like really sparse no. i didn't think
4: we'd sell out of cement but
3: yeah i have yeah i need i need some more compost but i don't think i'm gonna get any anytime soon no you just have to dig up some soil yeah from somewhere <laughs> i think i've got some soil in the garden somewhere like spare soil in a There's bucket a spare soil spare soil for just such an occasion yeah it's where the shed was we got rid of oh uh, yeah yeah first world problems in it (laughs) oh my god yeah well what i have done this week not a lot but i did watch this film so i'm giving a shout out to worker bear films who got in contact with me and told me about their Hmm. indie film called we are the missing it's on youtube if anyone wants to give it a a watch um it's i I think this is right i've i did a little bit of a research on it so it's directed by andrew jd robinson who is a canadian indie film director and he is kind of known in the sort of indie horror circuit yeah apparently that explains why i haven't heard of him he does like um i got i got reading about it and he does like this thing it's called 15 second horror story challenge 15 seconds yeah
4: is that 15 long I don't know. I don't know. Well, we'll have to but see. Like,
3: yeah, it's it sounds quite. It cool, have to be
4: quick, wouldn't it? But that's that does sound cool. You could watch loads of them. Yeah,
3: that's cool. So yeah, so it's it's through Work Bear Films, and they've they contacted me through uh, through Twitter. So they're they're quite active on my Twitter at the moment, which is nice. Mm. I'm getting interaction <laughs> finally. It's <laughs> very exciting. I love it. And it's about it's like it's filmed in a sort of documentary style, and it's kind of described as a mockumentary Uh, okay sort of found footage it's all it it gives me kind of leslie vernon vibes
4: oh they were he was good yeah he was good leslie vernon
3: vibes and it's about um a girl called riley who went missing and they're filming a documentary about her Mm -hmm. going missing and it's like interviews with her friends and her parents and and stuff and and it and it all kind of it kind of escalates i don't want to spoil it because i'd i'd I do think you should watch it yourself because it's really good but she yeah it it kind of focuses on how like how she went missing and the sort of time leading up to her disappearance and stuff but then her parents go missing Ooh. and then her friend goes missing Ooh. as well so it, it's really it's kind of it's very sort of grounded in kind of how i think it's kind of apt for this for this because it like ari to kind of looks at grief and the portrayal of grief and stuff Yeah, and it's quite i feel like it is quite realistic in like how people would react to someone going missing and Mm. yeah and and like the characters you kind of do sort of root for them and and because
4: if you don't root for characters or something it doesn't have any like yeah that's it what you call it resonance
3: yeah there's some like there's some like sort of funny kind of bits in it as well and there's like a there's a bit where there's like a sort of Mm. uh, like an urban legend oh yeah it's like an urban legend about a guy called no salt johnny it's really funny why is it called that i don't know i think there's something to do it's something to do with meat and they have to give him processed meat in the woods to appease him (laughs) it's really funny um but yeah it's really it is really good um and all the stories kind of connect with each other and it and like watching it in the time that we're in with coronavirus as well like a lot of it kind of was grounded for me Mm. like it's really weird yeah I was like no yeah I get it and it's all like it was kind of there's like bits about it's just how how humans react to situations but then there's kind of another sort of Otherworldly area about it as oh, well. Sounds interesting. Well, yeah. So yeah, everyone,
4: everyone, give it a watch. Is it filmed in Canada? Yes. I love stuff that's filmed in Canada because they've got I such great do like wilderness. Canada. They've got such trees, mountain. They've got it all in Canada. I feel like it might Snow. perhaps be in Toronto, but I can't fully say. Canada can pass for anywhere as long as it's not really sunny
3: there's so many horror films that are filmed Mm. in canada it's untrue because i listened to another podcast called nightmare on film street and they're canadian
1: Mm. and they
3: live in the toronto area and they're like so many films have been filmed there because like they'll be like i recognize
4: that uni it's the university of toronto and i went there on graduation day university of toronto really yeah so but i didn't realize i was there I was in, I don't know, these things you get up to when you go on holiday. So I was um, in Toronto, I was staying in a hostel. I mean, some of the other girls who were staying there were like, oh, we'll go for, we'll do like a city tour, walking tour thing, and we'll yeah, go around. Yeah. And then there were all these people in this really nice building with open grassy areas, we, so we kind of joined in with where they were going, and we were like, where are these people going? Uh, and it was their graduation.
3: <laughs> so what are you saying is you crashed some people's graduation? Yeah. Whoops. <laughs>
4: yeah and, I love um, that I love oh, we went all over we went into this cool marketplace that had uh, loads of cheese we went to <laughs> do you know what else we did we went to this historical fort and there was a school group getting a guided tour around all the interior buildings of this fort so it's free to get in and so we joined in with the school group because we didn't realize it was a private tour we joined <laughs> in with this school group and then we tried to get in one of the buildings and the guide shut the door in our face because she could tell we weren't Part of the school group. Oh, and it was in the same day. What a shame! I know.
3: So what you're saying is you just crashed people's activities.
4: Nice. Anyway, Toronto is a a cool city. I feel like yeah.
3: I I think I think Urban Legend is
4: filmed at Toronto Uni. Yeah, I think so. It is good at passing for New York. It's Toronto. Yes.
3: Yeah. yeah, I think yeah, a lot of sort of city
4: type stuff mm. they use for that, yeah. Oh, you can film anything in Canada. Oh, as Canada. long as it's, it's great. not meant to be like really hot.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so mm. check it out. We are we are the missing available on YouTube. And um yeah, give give worker bear films a tweet if you like it, share it, get the word out. Yeah. I I think yeah. I I want to promote horror. I want to get get people involved. Tell me if you like it. I like interaction on Twitter, because that's nice. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. So, yeah, this week we watched Hereditary. Mm. It's going to be a long episode, this, guy. so uh, strap yourselves in. We've
4: already spent, like, ten minutes. Yeah. And we haven't even started the film. I
3: know. That's it. So, yeah, directed by Ari Aster. I love Ariasta. I've got my midsummer top on mm. today. I love it. IMDb, it scored a 7.3 out of 10. I would expect that to be higher.
4: Yeah, I would have thought it would be higher, but I think, I suppose, if you wanted, like, um, a different type of horror film yeah you might if you weren't prepared to wait for it to get really really gory i can see you might be disappointed but yeah that's not the best type of film i can always. see why
3: it's not everybody's cup of tea because i know a lot of people didn't really like midsummer as well and it, and, yeah. it and, and there's like there's a lot of kind of it's a lot of a24 films to be fair like the distribution companies there too far there's like uh the witch and stuff like that they're quite a slow mm, slow build I kind of like thing it because
4: it gets you involved i like yeah, it yeah it gets
3: it draws you in that's it yeah so a quick synopsis when annie's mother passes away her whole family mourn her loss and he tries alternative methods to cope with her grief which leads the family down a dark path it sure does before we start I strongly recommend you watch this film before having a listen because there will be spoilers and I feel like you need to go into it with no... Yeah. Kind of pre...
4: No expectations. No expectations. Just let it wash over you. Just imagine like you're going to watch an episode of Heartbeat (coughs) but it gets really, really dark.
3: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, give it a watch and then come back to us and hear us chat about it, I suppose. So the start of the film we get a black screen and then an obituary of Ellen Lee. And it's like a what you'd have in a newspaper of, you know, this woman's died, she was loved by a family and mm. all that kind of stuff. And then we cut to a tree house, which is
4: quite significant. It's quite a big it's quite it's a an sturdy incredible tree, tree house. It's, it's literally like a house. You could live tree. in that tree it's house. It's not just like a little platform. It's almost wooden like platform. a like a cabin yeah it's in like a woods, holiday like
3: cabin in the tr- but yeah. up high yeah it's great i love it i'd love to know if it was actually real or if it was a set mm. yeah and then uh we pan to we pan to it's what is annie's workroom because she makes miniature models and yeah. stuff as like a, she's an artist i suppose yeah isn't she? and you hear this kind of muffled speech and then there's all this like ominous music
4: which carries on throughout the film and it makes you feel oh, really, very, really tense. It's like that infrasound thing. It's just it makes you so uncomfortable.
3: My friend told me that apparently in horror films they put this sound in and it's a certain frequency. That is just there, but you don't realise it's mm. there and it makes you makes feel, you feel like really dread. And I was like, all the way through this, I was like, if I'd have watched this in the cinema, I'd have shat myself no. big time. Because it's just, if you imagine that kind of blaring sound. If anyone did watch it at the cinema, I'd love to know, like, how you found it, because yeah I, I can imagine like you sat in the dark with all this sound surrounding you quite claustrophobic and mm. quite tense because i don't have surround sound on my tv <laughs> thank god <laughs> <laughs> i don't think i could cope with it to be fair you
4: should get it so it like comes out of a chimney or something oh, like don't. hidden speakers in the chimney mm. Mm. that'd be quite cool oh, but no well, I, I, can't, I can't i can't <clears throat> so
3: then it zooms in to this big house and then it carries on zooming in to a bedroom and then it Does it? There's this sort of fade into an actual bedroom, which is the same bedroom. It's so good. It's a really
4: good shot, isn't it? Yeah.
3: For his first, like his first feature film, absolutely nailed it.
4: Like Mm. I love Ari Aster, as you can probably tell. I love him. He's great. I want him to make more. (laughs) It was good though, because you could tell that they had spent a large amount of time on setting the scene in terms of the props, absolutely, and the way they made all these miniatures. Who made all those bi- little miniatures? Some hard work in person. I know, they're brilliant. So I had to got paid very well. They're yeah. kind of paid in, like, tiny little money. Tiny money!
3: <laughs> tiny
4: money! Um,
3: I've paid you a million pounds, but it's all yeah. in miniature money.
4: But, yeah, they didn't have to have that much detail, but they did.
3: Yeah. Because... I'd love to know what the budget was as well. I'm not, not entirely too. sure. I, I think it was a sort
4: of... Probably
3: high high-ish budget but maybe modest because it's not like a massive massive studio at this point we get to this bedroom and gabriel Byrne, who is steve the dad is going in to wake up peter with his suit and then he's like we're gonna be late come on get up like trying to roust a teenager is impossible isn't it we were saying yeah. that like when when kids are little like they never sleep or they they're up at like five yeah. in the morning and then as soon as a hit teenagers, it's like get out of bed it's, don't want to get m- up mind you it's no like better.
4: a biological thing teenagers generally find it harder to wake up in the morning it's than because they're growing like and adults yeah they need more sleep they, they need all like that nine or ten hours growing. of sleep
3: yeah mm. that's what it is and then does he go to get yeah he goes to get Charlie out of the tree which house which is the daughter mm. and she's sleeping in the tree house and he's like come on we're gonna be late and he's like why are you in here It will be really cold and she's like it's fine it's, it's fine. okay it's okay <laughs> So they they're all kind of gathering, and then we see Annie, which is Toni Collette, who is amazing in this film, She's and I love good, her. She's good, isn't she? Oh, so good. I'd watch her in everything. She's in one of my favourite films of all time, which is Velvet Goldmine. I'm not seen that. Oh my god, it's so good. It's not a horror film. It's about it's about um, a rock star who fakes his own death and (laughs) lives in obscurity and it's kind of like the rise to fame and the sort of fall from grace that he experiences and it's all in the time of glam rock wow it's so good and she plays his wife yeah oh i love (laughs) the film we should watch it one day it's good (coughs) review it on the horror podcast (laughs) maybe not so yeah so then uh we cut to the funeral which is the funeral of annie's mum and she's talking about her. She's giving a sort of eulogy. Is it a
4: eulogy? Yeah. yeah. She's giving a eulogy. And you, you can tell from what she's saying, this grandmother was... A piece of work. A piece of work. <laughs> she's very private. She had private rituals. Did, you couldn't read her. in If you confronted her about something, Yeah, she'd not like it. yeah.
3: And like it. And you, you can sense that there was definitely animosity between her mm. and her mum. Because she's not very emotional about it. No. She's kind of... She is sad, but she's not. she doesn't seem to be grieving as such yeah. about it. And then uh, it's an open casket, isn't it? And people are sort of going past to pay their respects and stuff. And Charlie gets a chocolate bar out of her pocket and starts mm, eating it. And I was it. like, that kid is in absolute mood. <laughs> That'd be me. <laughs> and then uh, the dad comes and says, is there any nuts in that? And she's like, no, 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 there's no nuts. Because we didn't bring an EpiPen.
4: You should always bring an EpiPen if you've got an allergy.
3: None of, this would have happened, none of this would have happened i think
4: but then maybe not but anyway we'll get into that later to carry an epipen if you're a child or do you have to have a parent carry it no i think you've got to carry one at do all times if you've got times. a
3: deathly allergy yeah if you've got a deathly allergy and you're not
4: well you can be like right stab me with that you've got to take allergies so seriously haven't you? yeah it's if you've got like some people like nut allergy
3: oh I remember somebody saying at work that their partner had a nut allergy, and if there's nuts in the house, you or they've, if they've eaten yeah. nuts and like they kissed their partner, yeah. they'd they'd
4: come out in like even rash. like just the slightest bit of contact is yeah. enough. It's, yeah, it's very serious. So
3: I, well, I was like, if I was if I was her mother, I'd be sellotaping one to her forehead because <laughs> I'd be like, you take that with An you. An epipen, not a nut, An el- not a nut. An EpiPen. an EpiPen, and then I'd have an EpiPen, yeah. and then the son would have an EpiPen, You'd and then the dad chain
4: would have
3: one. Great chain. I always have one in my EpiPen. bag. Yeah, mm. just in case. Like, yeah, it'd be like get... having an inhaler in it. You know, if yeah. you've got asthma, kind of thing. I, I don't know, but anyway, I feel like if if that was, it kind of is a plot device, isn't it?
4: Yeah, I mean, but, it, there wouldn't have been a film if everything had been fine. But would yeah, there, so. god damn it. Yeah.
3: Oh. Then we cut to a. A computer screen of uh it's called small world miniatures and we find out that she's making this art installation and she's got a seven month deadline mm. and that's what she's doing then we kind of see we see peter sat on his bed just playing his guitar and dad goes in and he's like are you all right like you know it's been a bit of a shit day kind of thing and then uh he's like are you sad and he's like no not really and he's like yeah i get it so i feel like the grandma wasn't very well liked despite the fact that they looked after her in the house Mm. um but yeah it's one of them in it and charlie charlie's kind of laying on her bed she's really sad she's going to sleep and and uh annie goes to see her and then she's like you alright? right and she just looks really upset doesn't she yeah because she got on with her grandma and then she sort of says she was like you were always grandma's favorite and and she sort of says like she'd feed you all the time and and like she wouldn't Mm. let me near you sometimes like it's very telling and then uh, and then charlie says she wanted me to be a boy then annie says you never cried as a baby like
4: so in hindsight all of that is meaningful but at the time you're just like oh yeah yeah, it's just a a good family
3: dynamic and then she's like if you want to cry like it's okay to let your feelings out kind of thing and she is that when she's like who's gonna look after me yeah she's like who's gonna look after me and she's like well me no no yeah who's gonna look after me now grandma's gone and she's like well me i'm your mum like i'm gonna look after you and but she's really upset and and you just kind of put it down to like she was really close with her grandma mm. and she you know it really upset her kind of thing then annie goes to her work room and there's loads of boxes of her mum's stuff in there and she kind of she looks at it a little bit but not she she goes through yeah. it a little bit don't she and there's a letter on this album and it says forgive me all the things i could not tell you i don't know what the rest of the letter said i need to pause it and read it mm. but i just remember that bit she's going out of the room because she turns the light off and she looks in the corner and there's a really oh i couldn't silhouette of her at
4: first i didn't know what you were looking at because so I couldn't see it. Yeah. And we were, obviously we re looked it. I rewound it, it and yeah.
3: And I was like, look. Ooh. And you were like, oh, yeah. Ooh. Ooh. And she turns the light on and then there's nothing there, obviously. And then there's like um, a diorama of her and her mum, I think. And mm. she turns it round because she's like, oh, freak me These out. These
4: diorama things are really well done they're very, very captured of yeah. of
3: what is going on at the time so she goes to bed and she's like i've just freaked myself out because i saw my mum in the corner and he's like mm, okay whatever it cuts to the next day and charlie's at school she's messing with something she's got a little toy f- thing. it's like a toy thing it's like and figure, And it? the teacher's like do you think you want to do your quiz first and then we'll look at doing that later so she's like yeah yeah Alright, whatever. And then um, a pigeon flies at the window, and there's a big bang. Yeah. Oh, it's horrible when that happens. I hate it when mm. that happens. But it's you can, horrible.
4: You're supposed to hang um like a, a model of a predator bird. Oh, really? Yeah, and that prevents because birds are like oh, there's a predator bird. And I they feel don't like last
3: it. time we did a podcast, there was a, a startled bird on my windowsill. Oh, there was. It was okay though. It was fine. It did look a little bit stunned. So I think yeah. it maybe did fly into the window. My mum had
4: that with a woodpecker. Puffing. Yeah, but so it had flown into the window. So she she noticed it. So she went into the house because it was a hot day, and mm. she was gonna like try and give it some shade because it was really star. It was like stunned. Yeah, and she was gonna try and give it some shade. She tried to give it some water. Then she spent all this time gathering up materials to make a shade for it. Then when she cut back out, it had gone. Gone. Yeah.
3: Yes, yeah, so it was fine. Yeah, it just needed a bit of time to recoup. Yeah. We had a load of starlings in our chimney last year, Ooh. little baby starlings. And but then you can't really grab them. So as soon as you open the the fireplace thing, they flew, flew right to the window well, like then, bats, straight into the oh, window. No. Oh And I was like, oh, it was horrible.
4: Did you get them all out? Yeah.
3: Okay? yeah. Oh, but good. the last one, the which I think was Mummy Starling, I mm. uh, I went. She just sort of flied around, but she didn't hit anything and then she sat on the windowsill so i like got a tea towel to try and catch it but she jumped on my hand and then i just lifted her up into the window and and i was like you've done this before (laughs) this is not your first rodeo Mm. and then i got another one that came back and i swear to god it was one of the same ones it was tapping on the glass
4: to let me in
3: oh get out it was because it had fallen back in again it was tapping to let what inside the fire it was tapping on the glass
4: come on in the fire wow
3: and then and i opened the window and i thought oh please don't fly in but it literally flew right out of the window this time it knew where
4: it was going and i was like
3: you absolutely have been here before do you think
4: sometimes that life is stranger than fiction yeah, yeah, I do. I really do. do you know, I saw this morning, it's amusing. I was looking out from a bedroom window quite early and there were on the house opposite, there were two birds sitting on either side of the chimney part of the house opposite and one of them had a worm in its mouth and it dropped the worm down the chimney <laughs> of this other house. I thought, oh, that's lovely. Somebody's going to find a worm, worm. in their fireplace.
3: Ah. Uh, Subtle trolling from birds, honestly. Life is just i tell you birds. what has happened to me when it's been nice mm. like not recently but like a couple of weeks ago when it was nice, I was out and three separate occasions a bird pooed <gasps> literally oh. centimetres from me and I was like, Oh my god. Three what separate
4: occasions. Three
3: separate occasions, it was like wow. three times in a week and I was like, I swear to god they're doing it on purpose. Was it the same bird? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. It's mugging me off, honestly. <gasps> Anyway, so we've, we've got Charlie doing this quiz and then we've got Peter at school and he's having a, a discussion about a play. Well, I say he, he's sort of, he's not listening. He's yeah, staring he's, at the girl's yeah. ass, not listening to anything. Peter is not the best student. He's not a studious guy, no. is he? No, he's just sat there kind of, mm. he's a bit of a stoner as well. But I noticed when they were talking about, I don't know what play it is. But they were talking about it and he says all the signs are handed to him the entire play mm. and he has no choice. Is that a tragedy? And then someone's like, no. And he's like, try again. <laughs> and then some, it is like, Peter. And he's like, Because he were not listening. Yeah. And then this girl was like, well, yeah, it is tragic because basically anything he does, he can't escape it. He's, yeah. It's fate, it's basically. It's a hopeless machine. It's a hopeless situation, which I thought was quite interesting for the film because the signs yeah. are all handed to you yeah. throughout the film, but then you don't think about it. But then at the end, you're like, "Oh yeah, oh yeah, exactly."
4: Thing is, Clever. though, it wasn't Peter's arrogance that stopped him from seeing the signs. It was that the signs were not he wasn't really aware he wasn't looking
3: for the signs we cut to charlie who's looking at this pigeon that's died it must have flown into the window so hard that it died Mm. that's alarming for a start off and she picks it up chops its head off Mm. and puts the head in a pocket Mm. so you're like she's she's unusual unusual what's going on and there's um she sees a woman from afar, doesn't she? Like a, a stranger who waves at her, I think. And she just sort of looks and she's like... Mm-hmm. Right. Then it we come back to the house and Annie goes into a mum's old room because she took care of her when she was sick, like mm. in, a, in a sort of final months or whatever it was. And uh, she finds a triangle on the floor,
1: yeah. which is a bit weird. Which Because
3: like, th- the door was open, that's it. And she's like, oh, the door was open, that's a bit strange. And then she ends up locking it and she's like, I know it's
4: stupid, but But Yeah. And the the husband's like, No,
3: it's okay. And it's kind of I, I guess it's kind of a out of sight, out of mind sort of thing, mm-hmm. like, that room doesn't exist to me. Just shut it away. Bad memories, don't wanna see. And then he gets a phone call from the cemetery. She go she goes out of the the hall, I think, to do something else and, and he's like, What do you mean, desecrated? Yeah. And it's like, Oh, and then she asks, and he's like, oh, no, it's just about payment. Um, we'll see. We'll yeah, it it's fine. Because it. obviously mm. he doesn't want her to know that yeah, the, it's not the nice. grave's been desecrated. That's horrible. Ugh. And then she she says she's going to watch a film, but actually she's going to a grief group. Mm. And then it, the guy who's there is like, if anyone's new and they want to share anything, go ahead, and they all kind of look at her and... You kind of get the feeling she doesn't really, she doesn't want, really to. want to. She's share like, anything. she's like, yeah, no, I'm mm. not really ready. But then she does start talking, and she's saying that her and her mum were estranged. But then when she, when she got ill, she looked after her. She had dissociative identity disorder, which was extreme at the end, and she had dementia. And then she was like, it was just her and her mum because her father died when she was young.
4: Yeah, it's a very tragic Yeah, it's a really sad
3: story, story isn't it? Yeah. And then she was like, My brother hanged himself as a teenager, and before he did it, he said that mum was putting people inside him, and obviously, it was kind of a mental issue. Men, he had mental issues, sort of thing. Mm. And then the grief group is in silence, and I was like, When you go to a grief group and you fully silence them, that is. Yeah. When you
4: when you shock a grief group, you know it's bad. You know it's bad because (laughs) everything that grief groups talk about is extremely serious and and sad. And when you silence a grief group They literally have no words. They
3: had no words, nothing. It was
4: crazy. A grief group i could never act in a scene where i was a silent member of a grief group because when the the other actors were saying stuff i wouldn't be able to be like oh i be like well i I just i just wouldn't be able to not act they'd have to be like right we're not filming just stare at the ground we're not filming yeah and then that's the only way i could not (laughs) react if i was an extra yeah i'd be a terrible extra god they've that is serious, isn't it?
3: it? She's really
4: ended it's like ending a conversation
3: yeah. and it's like, shut it down. When
4: the grief group does not have the words, no words. to respond That's you know it. it's bad.
3: Yeah. She says it because obviously they were estranged, she says her husband enforced a no contact rule. Um she wouldn't let her have any contact with her son. But then she was like, But I'll let her have my daughter and and then she's like, I feel like I can't go to my family with this because they've gone through enough. Mm. So that's why I've come here. I've I've tried this grief counselling before, and it did actually help me. So that's why I've come. And then she says, like, everything's ruined. And then she's like, and I'm to blame. But I don't know why. But I feel like I am blamed
1: for wow. stuff. And
3: it's. But then I guess like people are. That's kind of a normal feeling, isn't it? It's kind of a yeah when when you lose somebody you love i think you do blame yourself somehow like even though logically you know it's not your fault it's just there's some you're saying like is there something i could have done or you know and then maybe because obviously she wasn't that close with her it's it's kind of she hasn't had time to sort of repair that relationship with her mum and now she's died and yeah. you know it's kind of yeah i feel like it, he like ariasta really like does grief really well like it really captures There is a
4: theme it's in midsummer too yeah. where like one person's grieving over something but they're the people who are close to them don't either aren't in the loop or don't yeah. know what to do about it and they're a bit and overwhelmed with how to, how to yeah. respond yeah which is obviously something that it's like very normal likes people.
3: Yeah, I think it's very sort of it's very well done and it's very realistic to life, I think. I I think mm. it's yeah.
4: The rest of the film is not realistic to life. Well no it's not that bit but is that though. kind of that kind yeah. of
3: aspect of it is but obviously like there's other things that
4: happen because if the rest well, of but... the film is realistic to life then it's i don't want to be involved no <laughs> definitely not i would i would travel to another dimension if yeah. this film was real <laughs>
3: <laughs> so yeah we cut to peter and he's he's in his room doing drugs mm. and i was like that's a bit brazen isn't it like doing yeah. drugs in your own parents house Because, like, they would know, right? They would know. Plus, I don't think it'll make him
4: feel any better. But
3: then on the other hand, they're all kind of wrapped up in their own stuff. Mm. So they probably wouldn't... Do you know what I mean? They probably... Mm.
4: They might just be like, well... I feel like
3: him doing a bit of weed every now and again is probably the least of their worries. So they're not bothered. Then it cuts to Charlie. She's in her room messing with this pigeon head. And then you get this kind of blue flash on you the sort
4: screen of wave goes across. Yeah, that, yeah that
3: kind of occurs every now and again and it goes to the window and then she ends up going to look at the treehouse don't she? And she's mm. just stood on a bed staring at the treehouse and then annie's doing work and she gets a message from the gallery who want to know like where she's at with her work and you know are you on target mm. for this seven month deadline Cause seven
4: months sounds like a long time but for something like that when you're making teeny tiny yeah dioramas. A really long time
3: yeah i'd love it jo- i was saying i was like i'd love a job where i could like sit and
4: craft all day mm. i'd love
3: it potter
4: yeah oh, so up? good there is in lyon in france a museum full of those dioramas awesome yeah it's got I'd loads of that. movie props as well like loads of movie props but it also has loads of miniature scenes um which were made by a a stage designer
3: theater.
4: so if you're in Lyon, go i've only ever been through Lyon, and the yeah. only takeaway i came from Lyon is the traffic is horrendous the traffic's wait. Well, it's one of these towns with lots of bridges as and if you have a town yeah. with bridges the traffic is always complicated oh it's so
3: bad yeah it's so like i've been stuck in Lyon before
4: like trying to get to they Calais or wherever sick to carlisle Calais. Oh, Calais. They make a lot of silk. Carlisle? <laughs> well, I was thinking, I don't know what Calais. I was thinking. Calais. Calais to get the ferry. Isn't Calais a long way from Lyon? Yeah. But I was dri- we were driving, were driving from, from the, from the, the south, south, north, through yeah. Lyon. There's um, a yeah. silk industry there. It's very interesting. They've also got yeah. some unique architecture of um, covered tunnels in the gap. You know what we would call a ginnel? Yeah. They call it a treboul oh and it's like a covered walk and it's got like um and they have loads of stairs in them and stuff it's really cool you should uh, um you something today yeah they've got loads of murals oh how lovely yeah um they've like also got the mural. convergence of two rivers really yeah you know everything no sorry it's a confluence a confluence a confluence. confluence sorry confluence of two i know everything until you ask me you've got like facts about everything i love Mm. it learning but if you ask me something specific i'd be like "Mm." i have a
3: mural. i think in uh, is it pennsylvania i want to say pennsylvania but i might be wrong there's a mural of tom savini with a jason Voorhees mask yeah because that's where Mm. he's from it's really cool murals are good i love a good mural yeah they're
4: very well done some of them not all of them
3: yeah it's good isn't it so anyway so Charlie ends up walking down the garden with a pigeon head. Ooh. And then we flash to Peter and Peter's like, can I borrow the car? I'm going to a party. And then she's like, well, you're not having tea here? And he's like, no, no, I'll eat you. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'll double tea because he's a mm. teenage lad. So we was like, I'll have tea and then I'll eat that. <laughs> because yeah. they eat loads, don't they? It's going to be quite a late party. And then she, and then she's like, you're not drinking, it," And he's like, well, we're not old enough for booze, so... So how? and she's like, and then she just she's like, that's not why I asked. I asked if you were drinking because obviously she was a teenager once, and mm. people do that, don't they? They're like, you know, get me a drink or whatever when you're underage. I can't believe it's twenty-one
4: there. Yeah, no, think you can drive on sixteen. Yeah, but you can't drink till you're twenty-one. It's insane. I well, I mean, sixteen is a bit young for driving, I think, but not necessarily depending on the person. But they, but like.
3: The idea, like, because you could like kill somebody with a car, mm. and you can't drink until you're twenty-one. Yeah, it's, it's crazy, weird, to isn't me. it? It's mad. But then I feel like there's probably not as much of a drinking culture in America.
4: I don't know. I don't know. they always have those red cups, don't they? I love a red cup. There's I've nothing that says
3: a party like a, a red, red cup. cup. Never, never used a red cup. I may have some red cups.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
3: Because uh, if I ever do, I've got to have red cups because.
4: It's party time. Are they just disposable? Yeah, they're just plastic red cups. Yeah, Quite big. Yeah, but it'd be good if you could have like a reusable version. So exactly like the red cup in appearance, but reusable so you could put them in the dishwasher and yeah. not waste anything. You that should must come be a up thing. with that. That oh, must wow. be a thing. I'm going to look for this because,
3: yeah, they're awesome. <laughs> I love it. So, uh, so, yeah, so Charlie's going down the, down the garden and she sees a woman in like a circle of mm. fire and she's kind of intently staring at her until her mum's like, what are you doing? You've got no shoes or no coat on, don't be silly. Now come on. And then she's like, you're going to a party with your brother. Ugh. And she's kind of like, I don't mm, really I don't want to go. And she's go. like, you
4: will go, you will mingle with children and you will have fun. It's difficult though, because what like siblings who have an age gap, don't usually socialise together unless it's like a family do with all different ages
3: it looks like she kind of keeps herself to herself Mm -hmm. and she kind of does her own thing she's got her crafts and stuff but maybe doesn't have a lot of friends i don't i mean i'm just i'm just yeah well i think the the don't wants but she wants to to socialise yeah
4: and thinks maybe the brother's because he says a school barbecue, she perhaps thinks there's going to be younger feel children like the, there the, as well, or something. Yeah, so when it's she's like, just a
3: team party. You can hang out with your brother, and it's like, do you want to no. hang out with your older brother? Oh. Does your older brother want to hang around with his little sister when he's going to a school party?
4: No. Mm-mm.
3: But yeah, I imagine this is a kind of this is a thing that happens all the time. It's like take your take your sibling, it and it's sister. like, oh, so no, none of them want to go. So they're they're in the car. Neither look enthused
4: about this party now because she didn't want to go he didn't really want to take her whatever he should have found out where one of her friends who was her own age was at dropped her off and then gone to the party picked up on the way back what i'd have probably done is like
3: mum would be like yeah you're going to this party and then gone into a workroom or something and i'd have been like Do you actually want to go go? in the shed? Go in the log cabin. Yeah, I was like, do you do you really want to go to this party? Yeah, just go to your treehouse. She did not want to go. Just go to your treehouse. I'm not going to take you because you don't want to go. I'm not going to make you. So they're driving down this road, and then there's a bit the shot of this big, like telegraph telegraph pole. pole. And then you were like, "That is such a cool shot," and I was like, "Oh my god, yeah. that's this so funny." It
4: was really, really prominent, as if it was going to play a part in the it's movie. It's almost yeah, like obviously. it was foreshadowing yeah. something that was going to happen. Oh, they just looked like a cool shot, and I thought like, that a was a cool shot. That was a cool shot. It just it is a cool shot. The, the, the scene,
3: yeah. It, to be fair, well,
4: yeah. So they you get to this post big
3: again. party. And it and I was like why is all these people's houses massive, massive. what is happening but I feel like American houses are just bigger than they? The theirs. palatial, aren't they? They're just huge. In the burbs. And then it cuts to Annie making her miniatures and it's her mum stood in like a sort of ghostly apparition of a mother yeah. watching them sleep in the bedroom oh. which is a bit
4: creepy. It's to think maybe that was happening but yeah. they didn't show us and that miniature was showing what what's going on. She's seen maybe. Mm. Yeah.
3: Yeah, so Pete, Pete is at this party and he meets that girl whose Bummy was staring at and says, I've got loads of weed. Let's go smoke weed. And then she's like, oh, I like you all of a sudden. So he says to poor little Charlie, he's like, I'll oh, just wait outside. And then she's like, "I don't want to. Like, don't leave me on my own kind yeah. of thing." And he's it's like, "Fair enough. There's cake over there. Go get cake." Mm. And he, and she's like, "They're not giving it to everybody." And he's like, "Just go ask, and they'll give you some. It's fine."
4: He just he shouldn't have brought her to a teen party.
3: No, so she she's shouldn't just have been sort there. of wandering around by herself, has a bit of cake and go. And then she kind of she doesn't. She looks like she feels a bit funny, and she goes mm-hmm. to get some water. And then she goes to find Peter, and then he. He's like sat with all these people like smoking, and and she's like yeah, uh. and then he's like, what's wrong? And she's like, I don't feel well. I feel like I can't breathe. And then he's like, oh shit, mm. like she's having an allergic reaction. So obviously there was nuts in that cake. Yeah. And he, he basically to be fair to him, like immediately he gets up, out, picks out. her up, yeah. takes her to the car. They should have had an epipen with them. Take a bloody epipen with mm. you. Ugh. The rage, the rage is real. So he's driving, like stunned and panicking because his little sister's yeah. having a she can't allergic breathe. reaction. I've had that before, and it is terrifying. It's horrible. Mm. Um Yeah, it's horrible. And like, luckily, I kind of managed to control it, so I didn't because I've got asthma. Mm. So because like when you panic, it gets worse. Yeah. So I managed to kind of hold out until. I could have an inhaler, but it's oh, it's terrifying. Oh, yeah. It's horrible. And she's she's in the back. She's she's sort of she's really fidgety. She can't breathe. Mm. So she opens the window. She can't breathe. And then she sticks her body out of the window to try and get, get some fresh air, in her lungs. air. Yeah. And then he's driving, and he sees a deer, I think, in the road. Something in the road, yeah. And he swerves. Oh, it's awful. And you see this pole come in towards it so
4: the pole that I liked so much five minutes later Ugh. bang oh oh it's horrible your face horrible. was absolutely <laughs> priceless hands over mouth I was shocked
3: but yeah because I didn't tell you but I feel like if I'd have told you it'd have ruined it because I feel like yeah.
4: that that turn in the film is an absolute gut punch because I just didn't think that's what was going to happen. I didn't. Yeah. I thought no. it would be like the grandmother was going to come back as a ghost and yep. they'd all get scared, and then at the end it would be okay. I did not realize yeah. someone else was going to die. Yeah. That soon. and
3: the like, little girl as well. It's like oh my yeah, god, especially when a and there's like young person. There's no yeah. music on this bit. There's just mm-hmm. no sound, and he's just literally sat there like, oh my god, what just happened, and. He drives home. He should have called the police and goes straight to bed.
4: Away. Yeah, goes to bed. Honestly, he's in shock. I do, like you cannot blame someone. But you would at least tell but, somebody. But ideally, he would have. You tell the somebody please. and be yeah. like, what, like, what have I done?" Kind of thing. He must have just been in that to be fair, shock.
3: I uh, my my favorite my favorite meme of this year is it's a picture of Charlie and a picture of that pole. And it's something to do with tw- 20- oh, Charlie oh, plans, 2020. <laughs> twenty. Oh, that does my plans twenty twenty. I love it. It just makes me laugh because it is absolutely true. <laughs> so he got yeah. He goes to bed. There's like a sort of really slow pan through the dark house and a long shot of him just getting into bed, and like you just sat there going, "What How are you doing?" why have you gone to bed why yeah and oh, then the next morning it goes to the morning and he wakes up and you hear annie going oh i'm gonna i just
4: gonna pop to the shop I'm just gonna pop to the sword. shop something do you need anything
3: and then all you hear is her sort of gasping yeah and then it cuts to the head of charlie in the road covered oh, in ants oh that
4: was very disturbing i didn't like that at and all and then
3: yeah, and then it cuts back to her just wailing like mm. a banshee, and she's screaming, and she's like, "It hurts too much. I just need to die." And then he's trying to comfort her, and it, oh, it's horrible. It breaks it's my heart. Very, it's very
4: heartbreaking. It's awful.
3: Nice? And then it it cuts to the funeral, and like she's still wailing mm. at the funeral. It's just like constant, it's very, very sad. And it's such a contrast between the funeral of a mother first there.
4: funeral, which was sort of. like she had no emotion
3: at all and then all of a sudden it's like all this emotion yeah it's horrible oh charlie and then they go back to the quiet of the house the son peter is in bed and he sees a light come on in the treehouse from the Mm. from the heaters because there's like heaters in there so it's like it makes a red light dad's looking through her drawings of pigeons (laughs) heads (laughs) She's with does little some crowns pretty good on. Drawings, yes, yeah, yeah. drawings. Bit, bit strange though. I was like, mm, it's a bit, a bit weird. unusual. Annie ends up sleeping in the treehouse mm. to sort of, because obviously she feels terrible.
4: Yeah, she can't sleep. She can't
3: sleep. It fades to Peter being at school, and he's just kind of, he's kind of there, but he's not really there. Is on autopilot because yeah. you were like why is he, he at school
4: he should be at school well i mean obviously he needs to go to school at some point but not yeah this i feel like close he's not gonna do anything for his education going to school when That's he's that it i think sometimes though, it, some people just want normality. normality yeah
3: like you can't sit at home and dwell on everything mm. and
4: well you've look, just got i'm very much not a fan of going to school so I probably yeah. see it's like why would you ever go to school if you could if get you out of it if you can get out of school at <laughs> any point not that I'm still at school and I think you should actually be in school I had a really good attendance record at school
3: mm-hmm. I got an award for attendance
4: at school did you? yeah because oh. I, I think they just gave out awards for Stuff. whatever yeah. fair enough because <laughs> it was one of those like we're all winners type things we're all participants I didn't see having a good attendance record necessarily as being that good
0: mm. but
4: it wasn't a bad thing. Yeah, no it's not a bad thing. I just think I wasn't ill. That's all right then. Yeah.
3: It? Yeah. He yeah, he's there and then he they're under like this school bleachers. Is it bleaches, bleachers? The bleachers. Yeah. At the football stadium. Absolute cliche of a thing all smoking weed they're all laughing and laughing at the saying about somebody's girlfriend yeah he calls princess and they're like oh is well under thumb and, and blah blah blah
4: from the airport i and thought then, this was a bit mean because unless they are not aware of what happened to peter yeah it did seem a little bit i feel like they are aware yeah but they should just... have been being a bit like oh peter yeah do you want to go out for a drive or something but they were just going uh, on uh, Oh no! Do you want to go for a drive? Probably wouldn't want to go for a drive. Let's go for a drive. I suppose. Oh, sorry, Peter. (laughs) Yeah, no, they shouldn't have gone for a drive. That was a bad suggestion. (laughs) I'm such a bad friend. I was like, his friends have been horrible to him. They should have taken him for a drive so he could reenact his (laughs) terrible mistake. No. they should get they should have taken oh him to the movies they should
3: have yeah. taken him for a bike ride taken him for a, a lovely safe bike ride oh, so he's sat there and he just looks he just looks really distraught and mm. then he's like i can't breathe feel like i can't breathe and then his friends like are you alright and he's like oh, hold my hand so he's clearly having a bad reaction to whatever drugs he has and i feel mm. like feel like if you're feeling that way you probably shouldn't be taking drugs cuz it will amplify whatever you're feeling yeah so I think he's just feeling guilt, isn't he? Because he feels like he can't breathe, and a crushing guilt. A crushing guilt. Mm. Yes. Well,
4: it's no wonder it's awful. Oh, I
3: know. I don't. Yeah, I, well, I don't know how
4: I'd live with it. To be fair. Oh, yeah. it's terrible. I don't think it would have happened to you. No, because I can't drive. <laughs>
2: Angie's List is now Angie. Whether you need help with routine maintenance or you're planning your dream renovation, Angie connects you with top local pros who can get the job done right. See reviews, compare quotes, and book hundreds of projects. Plus, when you book and pay through Angie, we'll cover your project up to the full purchase price plus limited damage protection with our happiness guarantee. Check out Angie.com and for more on the happiness guarantee, go to Angie.com forward slash happiness hyphen
0: the
4: You don't have a, a younger sister who's allergic to nuts. Nope. You don't Can't drive. <laughs> you don't drive. You you probably won't encounter a deer in the road, even if you did. Yeah, it's very unlikely that you'd hit a post. That's like, would you be that close to a post? Yeah. You wouldn't be out in Idaho or wherever they're at. That's true. They're not in Idaho. Yeah, you they weren't there. Gone to the teen party? Absolutely not. So, in actual fact, I'm safe. You're safe. I'm good from this exact situation. Excellent.
3: so annie annie goes back to her grief group but she she kind of pulls in and then decides that she doesn't want to go and turns around but then she meets joan who's like oh stop stop and she's like oh i saw you last she's so friendly and i was like very very friendly friendly. isn't she yeah she's been really supportive yeah and she's like she's like oh you know about a a grand a mum and stuff not a grandma a mum." but then she's like my daughter was killed and she's like oh my god like that's Mm. horrible i'm so sorry and then she says that her son and grandson died and she's been coming to the group and she's like it's kind of good to sort of offload Mm. on people and stuff and then she's like i've I've forgotten something i really got to go and and she's not ready to go in there it's not ready to to so she gives her she gives her a number and just says like if you want to chat that's fine and that's not you know giving mm. her a sort of reaching out to she her. seems like nice. quite a nice person yeah because she kind of she doesn't really want to tell her family about it somehow she's i think it's like she feels like she's burdened them enough with yeah everything and she just you know she doesn't want to put them through it so it gets to nighttime, and she gets up and she's like oh i'm coming back to bed in a bit and he's like you're not you're taking the blanket and she's going to the treehouse and and then he's kind of like, "You'll be cold," and she's like, oh, i have got the heaters in there." So she gets, she goes to the treehouse to sleep because obviously that's where Charlie went.
4: Yeah, she's just more comfortable being in the treehouse. Yeah, isn't she? yeah.
3: Yeah, and then it get it's a there's a shot of Peter, and I think he's looking at the treehouse, mm. and there's a shot of this red light in his eyes, in Ooh. the in the thing, and he hears what oh yeah we forgot to say that charlie makes this noise oh yeah she makes so she does that and it keeps noise. yeah so he keeps hearing that and that's kind of a sign that she's about so you hear this noise every now and again and you're like oh mm-hmm. annie's making a diorama and i think she's doing charlie's room at this point yeah. isn't she? and she spills some paint and she's mopping it up and then she picks up john's number so she ends up going to a house and I think she says something about a, a doormat because she's like, my uh, my mum used to make those doormats, mm. and she's like, oh, what a coincidence! Like, mm. I quite oh, like them oh, yes. blah. well. What a
4: coincidence!
3: Uh, so she she ends up talking about this accident and how awful it was and and stuff to Joan, and she's kind of opening up to her and set, and she says that she used to have a sleepwalking problem, and one day she woke up in the room that Peter and Charlie shared when they were mm. younger. She was covered in paint thinner. They were covered in paint thinner, and she lit a match. And she, she woke up. But she woke up, and it's she was right like, now. "I woke up when I did it, and I put it out, obviously." But then she's like, "Peter woke up and didn't know what was going on, and he was screaming, and and she's like obviously I d- I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't want that to it, happen.' And in
4: hindsight, though, it makes you think maybe she did know what she was had doing. Had a like a Feeling that something bad was going to happen to yeah. them, and she wanted to stop that from happening. Maybe. but that's not how you would obviously go about that. But it just shows there was a, a weird, strange dynamic going on in that Absolutely, family. Absolutely, yeah. Mm.
3: And and you kind of get there's animosity between them, obviously, because your son saw you stood over his bed about to light him on fire. Mm. That's not nice. No, that's <laughs> but horrible. But then she's like, obviously, she's like, I, you know, I I'd never do that. And and she's she's kind of. Yeah, she's she's just kind of just telling this stranger, basically, about it. It's weird that, isn't it? Because I feel like like in therapy for like I've had a counselling before and it's kind of you see somebody who is impartial and they yeah. don't they can't really pass judgment on you because they don't know you and, and it mm. and it's easier to talk to somebody you've never met yeah.
4: before. Plus counsellors are good because yeah. they if someone tells them something they do not immediately try to argue with, or say it's not. Like, yeah, say if, if you it. said something to someone who you knew really well, they mm-hmm. might be like, well, that's not right, because this isn't this. Whereas that doesn't help. Whereas yeah. if you say it to someone impartial, they're just like... They're a lot more mm-hmm. objective, aren't they? Yeah. And, and a lot of the time, they don't actually speak.
1: They yeah, just let they you just speak, listen. and you
3: kind of talk things out in your mind. Yeah, and and then, then you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, actually. And then they, are they kind of lead you down a... information, yeah. That's it. Yeah. And it's very yeah they it's actively kind of that, listen.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
3: That's it. And it's that kind of she's unloading all this stuff and she and it's like she can't she can't talk to her family about it because they're too close and she doesn't want to add more strain onto them mm. for Yeah. And it yeah, it's really, it's it's kind of Yeah. So it cuts to the house and Peter's just Silent, and I think he's obviously going through some stuff. Annie is making a diorama of the accident, and mm. he and the dad Steve comes in and he's like, Do you really think that is appropriate? And no. do you want your son to see this? And so she's it's, like,
4: Yeah, it's, it's, it's and attractive. I think she
3: didn't she say it's like an objective yeah, view or something, a neutral view, neutral of view of the,
4: of but, but it can't be neutral because you're related, yeah, to her. It, I had a was a bit strange but i Mm. get maybe she but i feel like she uses the
3: miniatures to kind of get her stuff out because like there's like one of her like looking after a mum and Mm. stuff like that so it's like things that go on in her life and i think there's one of her mum in hospital at one point as well that that she makes and yeah so so then it cuts to It cuts to dinner. I've just put in my notes. Dinner is awkward as fuck. Oh, it was very awkward. Everyone's Weird. silent. Yeah. Everyone is awkward. And then they kind of... They kind of all... Like, she's picking at her food and, and then he's like, oh, it's really nice, Dad. Like, and he's like, oh, thanks. Mm-hmm. And uh, then he's like, are you all right, mum? I feel
4: like you've got something on your mm. mind. Well, clearly, there was a lot of things being unsaid.
3: Unsaid, yeah. Mm. And she, and he's like, yeah, you know, maybe you want to tell us what's going on. So then she goes for it both barrels and basically s- sort of says about you know i'm sick of I'm sick of the way you look at me you always look at me with that sneer and what is it and she's like I hate that fucking face you've got on your face <laughs> <laughs> i'm sick of it and, he, and then he i think he says something to her and she's like don't you dare speak to me like that i am your mother and and then she goes she proper goes off yeah. on it and it's all this emotion coming Outburst. out and she's like and and then she's kind of like i thought this this kind of tragedy would bring us all together and it hasn't and and then she's like i know it was an accident and i know you didn't mean to do it but you've never you've never kind of addressed it and i can't accept it and i can't forgive it and mm. i can't you know i don't know how we're gonna get through this the poor dad's just sat there going oh my god oh, no. um and then he's he's trying to defuse it as as much he can like he like he all this film is just trying to he's hold trying everyone trying to together, hold together. Yeah. yeah he's he's kind of he's obviously dealing with stuff as well because there's a, a scene where he's sat popping pills for mm. some reason i don't know, yeah, I don't know what they are probably is, antidepressants because he's lost
4: his daughter as well but yeah the, the sort of dynamics in the family mean that he he has to feels hold like it together to, yeah, yeah so it's, it's horrible for all of them he's
3: the only one that's kind of sort of objective and
4: trying to I think he's, be normal he's and, seeing it more as it's tragedy but they have to look after each other yeah. whereas the son and the mother are more just reacting and not yeah. trying to look after one another because obviously they're so upset
3: they've got unsaid mm. issues with each other as well yeah it's horrible and she storms off and and then he kind of puts his hand on to just be like you know Mm. it's it's all right kind of thing and it is so like grounded in reality like that kind of interaction yeah yeah i've had interactions like that before Mm. stormed off and yeah absolutely i i see it families are complicated oh yeah god yeah it cuts to a miniature of the school and her little post-it note that says keep working and i was like that's quite good she's got like mm. post-its all no, around and she's, she's like it. keep going don't she should have off. had
4: one that said don't your sun. leave the house and get out get out <laughs> get out get out yeah ring the church or ring something. the
3: church you were like they need a church they, they need, need a catholic church yeah. that is what they need <laughs>
4: I was thinking there should be, like, if you see a ghost, there should be an emergency number you could call But then I was like, well, that's Ghostbusters. But not... Who are not, you going to call? Yeah, Ghostbusters. Because Ghostbusters, <laughs> Ghostbusters this, is, this is not a Ghostbusters film, is it? This is more like you need to call someone, right? You need to call, like, John Wick. Or not John Wick. The John other one. Wick. The other one. Constantine. Yeah.
3: Same guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Either in that situation would be ideal. Well, yeah. would be like, help me. So yeah, so she, she goes to the craft store to get like wood and stuff for her little dioramas oh, that she's making and she sees Joan and Joan's really happy. Oh, she's yeah. so Sounds happy chilling. and she's like overjoyed mm. and she's like, I went to a seance everything's and have been like, I've like, done a complete 180, everything's fine. Everything's awesome. And then she's like, uh, Annie's kind of looking at her like, you okay. are proper of your Charlie woman. I don't know what you're on about. And she's like, no, no, no. She's like, I was among scientists and sceptics and they saw it they too saw and it they, they believe it. And Do
4: you know what I saw on the telly? crazy. Or not on the telly, on YouTube. Um, on oh, YouTube. someone who has been quite significantly depressed for an amount of time mm. suddenly does a 180 and they seem really, really happy, that's not necessarily a good sign. No. That's a sign that they have had a thought process in their head that's not fully followed through. Yeah. And it's like, it's,
3: it's almost they're not like actually
4: happy. Whatever
3: they're feeling, they've kind of locked it away and now they're happy. Yeah. But they've not dealt with what they're dealing with. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of a denial mm. thing almost, isn't it? But yeah, she's like super happy and she's like, yeah, she sort of says it's like she, she's got in contact with these scientists and they were sceptical, but then they saw it as well and then she's
4: like, they conjured my grandson and she's like, you what?
3: What are you on about? a
4: neuroscientist was never the same again
3: yeah he Mm. he knew and then she's like i heard his voice so then they go to joan's apartment to do this seance she she's like i'll show you and the glass moves and then they get a little chalkboard and it says i heart you yeah and it's really lovely and yeah and she's like my grandson and like she's proper she's overwhelmed with it as well like Mm. because she has to stop and yeah, she has to stop and she has to leave. And then I was like, when you summon spirits, you meant to close off and say goodbye to them because otherwise they linger around. But they did not. But anyway, so she's in the car and she's kind of... Uh, she get, Oh, Joan's given her this ritual to do at home and she says that everyone in the house needs to be there and she says, your son, everyone. That's what she says. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, And she's driving on the way home and she hears the clicky tongue thing that charlie did so then she's like Ooh, okay then it's nighttime annie's awake because she can't sleep and she sees some ants on a pillow yeah and then
4: i started talking about how i had ants in my oh, ho- yeah. old house and they were really annoying so they sounded like they were really really in there like that house had ants yeah fully yeah my house had snails i've had slugs Mm. I nearly stood on one in no oh, shoes no. one day. Oh, that oh. was the worst. Oh, it's the worst because you feel so bad as well when it's you. It's couldn't more the
3: sort of revulsion. That well,
4: squishy slug on my foot. There's nothing worse stepping on a step because it's you wouldn't do it if you. You wouldn't do it if you're you outside, would you? And you're like, oh
3: but don't be in my house. Mm. Yeah, look, and then you get those little bloody trails oh, everywhere.
4: Good tip for the trails: let them dry and hoover them up, mm. uh, they just go. Mm, if you don't mind letting them dry. I'd have to get rid of It <laughs> that irritate me. <laughs> Luckily, I've only
3: ever had it in my uh, kitchen so I can mop it up. That's good. Yeah, just mop it up. The snails, snails and slugs are related, are they? Mm, maybe. Distantly, I guess. They're kind of the same, apart from one's
4: got its own house. Does the snail inside that sort of um, spiral shape, does it actually its body go in a spiral shape inside the shell i don't know i've never looked at snail. i've never a snail investigated no. i don't know
3: i don't know enough about snails what i do know is apparently snail caviar is trendy
4: no oh, really oh, what what mm-hmm. snail caviar Well they not tiny? and it's well expensive ah oh, that's just reminded me of my dream i had caviar in my dream really yeah but i can't remember what i was doing i think i had it in a cup why did you have a cup of that? Sure. That's a bit extravagant. I've forgotten about it. I was having one of those dreams where, who knows what dreaming was going about on. caviar? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and reversing a car. I tried it
3: once when I was in uh, Dubai. I had it on oh, sushi, really? and yeah, She's nice. It's weird. It pops mm. pops in your was mouth. Was it the
4: big orange ones or the little black ones? No,
3: it was like the big little black, ones. little black ones. Yeah, there's types of. It was Caviar in the sail well. building. It was in the sail building mm. in Dubai, so it was yeah, very posh. That's posh. Yeah, but I was like, I get this. So like, I feel like it's literally only a status thing because it doesn't add
4: anything to your food,
3: mm. apart from a weird popping, popping texture,
4: <laughs> which you could have from like, whatever or candy. Something.
3: popping candy, popping mm. candy. But maybe not on sushi. That's weird. But yeah, I, yeah, mm. I don't get it.
4: It's just. It,
3: I've tried it. Uh, it's not for me. No. I'd make a terrible rich person. <laughs> do you want some caviar? I know it's disgusting. Why? Well,
4: do you not think maybe people only say it's really, really good because it's so expensive? Yeah, like literally that's the only thing. It's just a status thing, I think. Mm. I haven't tried the really good stuff I though. I can't
3: jet. I can't It doesn't taste of anything. Mm. I can't. Mm. I don't get it. It's weird. Anyway, so she's got all these ants and she follows these ants and it follows. she follows this trail of ants to peter whose face is covered in ants. oh it's horrible and she is kind of she's having that kind of you know where you like scream in a dream and Mm. no sound comes out and then he wakes up and says "What what are you doing why are you sleepwalking again and then he says why are you scared of me and then she says i never wanted to be a mother i was scared but she pressured me and then basically says I tried to have a miscarriage, but it didn't work. So she
4: knew something bad was going to happen yeah. to her children because of her mother, mm. the grandmother. And the grandmother wanted to make sure yeah. that she had children Yeah. for... But- whatever this purpose is and the mum always knew there was something bad going on but she didn't actually know it and then
3: he starts crying and going you tried to kill me and she's like no no i didn't i'm glad you i'm glad you're my son and he's Mm. like you tried to kill me and then there's fire and then she wakes up, and it's no. a dream, and you're like, because
4: yeah. oh. I was like, why are they both wet and covered in like a liquid of some sort? But and that it must was have been the when she thinner thing in the. I dream. I don't know if it
3: was a flashback or like an interpretation of what happened, but yeah, oh, it was awful. It was terrible. And imagine saying like, I would never wanted to be a mum to your own child. Mm.
4: I think perhaps that's because she subconsciously knew that something bad was going to happen and she didn't want something bad to happen but it came out as her not wanting to have him yeah but it, she only yeah, didn't want it to was have kind him of a, she because wanted to she protect knew something, him against yeah she knew something was up yeah. but she didn't actually because it was so subconscious that's
3: it yeah and then it cuts to it is actually night now and she goes to wake up the dad and brother and she's like come on i want to try i want to try something and i noticed this time that They're walking through the house and there's all these house dioramas. Mm. So there must be like past things that she's made. But I noticed in one of them, one of the lights was on in the window, which is a bit weird. It was like it wasn't like, it wasn't like it was maybe like she'd made it a lamp and as a feature and it was all lit up. It was like cool lamp. Yeah, it was like one of the rooms had a little light on. Mm. Yeah, and I was like, ooh, freaky. And then she she's. She's really trying to convince them that she wants to do this seance, basically, and she is begging them, and she's she's manic at this point, and they probably think she's nuts. They're, yeah. And she's like, I've read this thing. John told me how to do it. It's going to work. It's going to be great. Let's do it.
4: The thing about stuff like that is that people who are grieving do want something like that to work, but people who are perhaps not as close to the grieving person mm. don't see it that way. So the grieving yeah. person... Really, really wants to do this thing that everyone else thinks is really like mm-hmm. weird. Yeah, and there's no like um, yeah. middle ground. It's like you can't do like um, that's it. But they're they grieving as well. Someone, but I think yeah. objectively, like she looks nuts at this yeah. point, and they're just she's like very, very overwrought, isn't she? And they're like, just calm down and stop this craziness because it's getting us all upset. Yeah, and then she's like, No, we have to do We've it. Got to do it. So yeah, so it's they end sad. up doing
3: it, and. Mm. Yeah so she calls on Charlie the glass moves then the cabinet there's like a glass cabinet at the back and one of the glasses shatters doesn't it
4: and then the candle flame goes whoosh Ooh, that was a cool effect And goes out but then lights Comes again back. doesn't it i think they must have had like that candle was obviously like it had a little gas yeah ring thing inside and it's it's really, really good does not it yeah.
3: and then the dog I think the dog's at the door, isn't it? And it's like... Whoa. dog's not happy. I was worried for that dog. And then he he kind of looks under the table for some reason mm. to see what's going on. See I think if she's got, like, a gas to can To see if there's, like, there. a... Yeah. yeah. And she's growling, and then Charlie's voice comes out of her, and she's like, where am I? Mm. She's like, oh, I'm really scared. Peter starts absolutely sobbing because he's really, terrified, really which yeah. he would be. And And she's like, Peter, I'm scared. Like, where... Where am I? And and then I think does he I think he throws some water in her face, doesn't he? He's yeah. like, just pack it in and then she's like, What? Why what? have you done that to me? Yeah. What are you doing? And then she's like, Look what you've done to your son and by this point he's just completely <laughs> distraught.
4: Do you know what you could do? Furious. Next time you wanted to prank someone, not that either of us would, you could just randomly throw water in their face and they'd be like, Why you done that? And you'd be like, Well, thought you were possessed <laughs> you, you were you were you were possessed and you were talking like it and they, they'd be like well i don't remember and you're like well it definitely happened it definitely, it definitely happened it. That's, and that i feel like work, if we wouldn't? did that
3: people would believe it <laughs> because we're quite trustworthy people
4: sometimes yeah yeah yeah
3: if you did it especially oh yeah i'm very trustworthy very trustworthy so it would be like oh celia says so it must be true
4: and you all that stuff about leon and all that's true exactly it must be trustworthy exactly that's what else it. happened in Lyon? Did you get stuck in traffic? We uh, we held up the traffic. We went on a <gasps> tour. Uh, Shame. We went on a tour. This isn't actually what I was going to tell you about, I'll tell you both. We went on a tour, there was like an electric train um, that went on the road. So it was oh. like an electric vehicle that had like three little carriages and it. it was a sightseeing tour and we were so slow no one could get around us and we were sitting oh on this little God. carriage be like oh, really sorry everyone everyone who's trying to use the road cyclists <laughs> were overtaking us wow <laughs> <laughs> it was great though we got to see all parts of the city oh. the other thing that happened to us was, was this roman amphitheater that you can go around. you can just walk around mm. um and it was really interesting and stuff and it had a stage so they do like plays and stuff yeah Seventy percent of it is the original Roman kind of stone works, and then yeah. they've put like a, a wooden stage in. And so, uh, I was sitting on the stage, and a cat appeared, <coughs> and I was like, "Oh, hello!" And it sat on my knee. Oh, yeah. Um, I, there wasn't no, when I say I was sitting on the stage. There were the other, only other people there were other people kind of yeah. milling around. There wasn't like a thing going on. So it sat on my knee, and I was like, "Oh, okay." I've adopted a cat I've got a cat. And um, (laughs) then it bit me. And then, yeah, and then it got off my knee, walked along the stage to the far corner, dropped to the floor, and it climbed up the rocks that were surrounding the stage into, like, this crevice underneath the stage and just went in. And it was living. This stray cat lived under the stage of the Roman (laughs) amphitheatre. Biting tourists. <laughs> biting. sat on my knee. Then bit me. There's a lot of amphitheaters in
3: uh, France because yeah. we went to one in Nîmes, and apparently, like that's one of the most well preserved, oh, really? like full amphitheaters. Yeah, to have it's really amazing. Um, Acoustic. Yeah, they put gigs on there and stuff. I don't know. Yeah, because cool. I was like, surely that can't be good for the. Um... Yeah, can't be good for it what the to have really like like metallica yeah. have played there Don't and like i was like shake god the straight down
4: yeah. yeah oh it's crazy isn't neem where denim comes from
3: mm, maybe was denim invented a neem,
4: and it's it was denim de
3: maybe yeah i'll have to look it up i think that might be true you know everything
4: so brainy i love it i know everything Facts. until i need to know something and i have no idea <laughs> like if you told me what is my tax code like things you oh, need I to know i don't know
3: i don't know but i, I will know. tell you about but there, denim.
4: Was <laughs> there was a cat there was a cat that my many and bit me once imagine being on the phone to like the tax department <laughs> what's your tax code well uh... <laughs> in leon there's a large stage where <laughs> lives the cat to be fair, I feel like tax people would probably
3: appreciate that. They'd be they, like, Ooh. "Oh, that's interesting. I've not heard that today." <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> so Peter, oh Peter, oh, it's we awful. cut to him in school, and he gets that blue flashy light thing that that yeah. Charlie saw, and he follows it to a cupboard, which is next to him, and there's like a reflection of him, mm. and it's smiling at him, oh. but he's not smiling. Mm. And then he hears the click. And then he's like, I need to go to the toilet, <laughs> gotta go. And then it cuts to Annie is uh, she's doing her work and then she gets a phone call, which is Steve, and he is absolutely fuming because he's like, oh, well, your son's just called me because he thinks he's being threatened by a vengeful spirit. And then she's like, oh, what are you... Uh, and they have this kind of exchange. And then he hangs up on her and she is fuming. So she rings him back and it's like,
4: don't you hang up on me. Well, I find it it's, it's, it is a difficult situation, but mm. I just think the mum should have recognized that the whole seance thing was gonna be distressing. like the whole experience was very distressing for peter and then when the dad says peter's really upset because the seance disturbed him yeah she's like oh well you can't blame me whereas in fact she's like and she's like don't
3: you hang up at me how dare you and then uh, she she hears a voicemail from the gallery and they're like, we're just checking in to make sure you're all right and make sure your family's all right and stuff, which is very nice. Mm. But then she gets really angry and you see that she's building the funeral of her mum and she's trying to delicately do something Dude, and it cracks and then she loses it yeah. and smashes up everything that she's done. The dad's obviously yeah. gone to get Peter. They come home. He says what does he say oh yeah he says what's that smell this house stinks and then he goes to the workroom and she's sat on the floor oh it's sad all that work yeah everything's smashed up and he's like what the fuck's happened in here and then she's like i don't feel like looking at it anymore well and then it cuts to him sat by himself just popping pills like he's really mm. trying to
4: hold it together like oh it's so sad i feel bad for that set person who made the miniature because obviously yeah. they were used for the film but yeah. it was just so much oh, work and she had to smash it all i bet she felt terrible yeah
3: um yeah so annie annie goes to charlie's room because she hears these scribbling noises don't she and the sketchbook's on the bed there's loads of drawings of peter isn't there with his eyes crossed mm. out and then she hears the clicking again And she looks to the corner of the room and sees her in the corner of the room. Dog's there and the dog's growling. I feel like wherever there's a dog growling, you know, there's like... Something. Because dogs are very... uh, Sensitive. Sensitive. Either that or the postman has been. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's like either a ghostly presence or I've got post. Hmm. So she... Yeah, I think, yeah, Pete oh is it yeah sorry peter sees her in the corner of the room and the dog's growling and then the mum's hands come from the bed and start like strangling him and he's obviously screaming because he's being strangled Mm. and she comes in and then he says you were pulling at my head you were trying to pull my head off why were you doing that and she's like i wasn't i came Mm. in because you were screaming are you all right i wasn't here but then i was like how would she have done that because i'm sure there wasn't his bed's any, next yeah to the, the bed
4: was right up against the, yeah. Like, the, the wall
3: yeah yeah it, yeah that's it and then she looks at these pages of the books and it's peter with his eyes crossed out and oh, she it's horrible she sort of says i'm the only one that can fix this so she goes to the fire and it's like a shot from in the fire so you can see like the fire flickering and then her it's a really nice shot actually
4: a lot of there's a lot of good
3: shots it's in this beautiful. film it's very well done i just love him mm. i just want him to make all the films um and she throws the book in the fire and then her arm starts to set on fire and then it gets yeah. bigger and bigger and bigger and so she's the, trying the to the put side it out of
4: the book is burning and her arm on her side yeah, is burning yeah and she tries yeah. to
3: put it out but she can't and then she pulls the book out with a fire poker and and steps on it. The f- book goes out, and then she goes she out. She goes
4: out. She's brave. She, she was very because it didn't look like a stunt person. It
3: No, could have been, but I it feel like, like it her. was her. Yeah, because you can normally tell if it's a stunt mm. person. I don't know unless it was. They did it very well. And then you said there was like a shot of night, but then it kind of faded yeah, into the it, day. Yeah, it sort time of
4: clicked into day. It was good.
3: Yeah, yeah. So she goes to Joan. Because obviously this weird stuff's happening, so she's like, oh, "I need to go speak to Joan." Um, and then she's walking into the hall where she is, but it's upside down. Yeah, and, and it's from like this point... from this point on, all bets are off. Yeah, because I'm sure we know no that in back. Midsummer as well. Mm. When they enter that, when they enter the commune, it's upside down, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. And she's knocking on Joan's door, but nobody's answering. And then you kind of fade into her house, but she's not there. And there's all candles and sheets Mm. everywhere. And then on the table, there's a little triangle with Peter in.
4: So it turns Um, out Joan was not as nice as we thought. And there's that
3: mark that kind of keeps coming up, Mm. that little swirly mark thing. Um, He's at school, sat eating his lunch.
0: Cox can help make your home smarter and your life easier.
3: And then he hears Peter and he looks up and Joan's across the road and she's saying all these words and then she's like, i expel you. And then she's like, Peter, get out! And you think, what is going on?
4: Yeah, I just, I wish, I mean, obviously the the movie is full of tragedy, but I just felt so bad for Peter. He didn't have, like, obviously it was, a terrible thing happened and it kind of... He was a bit irresponsible, but it wasn't really it was, his fault. It was a freak accident, it was just, like, and he just, he, like they were saying when they were talking about the theater, and like, yeah, if it was fate or whatever, he just hasn't got a hope. He just, yeah, that's an, it. No he never one, had a chance No one is there to help him.
3: So then it cuts back to Annie, and she starts rooting through this box of um stuff, like properly, and she finds, um, she finds a book with that symbol on it. So and it, and she's got a necklace of it, I think, hasn't she? That her, her mum had given her, and a book of invocations which she opens, and it talks about Payman, the demon who needs a male human body to enter. And then she finds a photo album of uh, grandma, and who is in the pictures with grandma? Joan. Fucking Joan. Oh. Piece of work.
4: So she she knew exactly what she was doing. She, when she knew befriended. her. She made a beeline for yeah. her immediately.
3: Mm. Oh, Joan. So, from what it looks like, the grandma was ahead of this cult, I assume. This sort of... Mm we'll call it a cult. Witches? I don't know. I we'll call it a cult. And I think Steve gets some pictures of the grave site of grandma. And I think it's all been dug up and stuff, mm. hasn't it? So, he's like, oh, God, mm. that's horrible. What's going on? Yeah. So... Then Annie decides to go to the attic for some reason because I I don't know if she's noticed this smell in the house. Opens the hatch and there's like flies that come out. That's horrible. Like the idea of having all them flies in your house. It's horrible. And she goes up there. I think Pete is at at work. Pete is at (laughs) At school, school. And he just looks... Traumatized. He, so, he just looks so sad and traumatized. He's a shadow of his
4: former self. Absolutely. Isn't he? Poor and I mean, he
3: wasn't particularly emotive before, <laughs> but like he's worse at this point. So it's kind of cut into cut into her in this attic, and then cut into him. So she's in the attic, finds the body of her mum with no head. Ugh. And there's that symbol on the wall that was on the book. Uh, he is. In school, and he keeps hearing Charlie's clicking noise, so he's freaking out. Mm. And then all of a sudden, his arm goes up in the air, and like it pans to his face, and he looks like he's like swelling up exactly. and having an allergic a reaction. reaction. Yeah, yeah. The poor and
4: teacher's
3: then teachers
4: like, "Are you all right?" They're
3: like, "Are you all right?" And then his face just smashes oh. on the desk, and then he comes to or whatever mm. it is, and it absolutely freaks out which you would. So he's like screaming in the class. She goes to have a look at the tree house for some reason. I don't know why. Steve gets called at work that the son's he's having a drink struggling. at work,
4: isn't he? Showing that he's also struggling.
3: Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah, so he goes to pick him up. Obviously, he must take him to the hospital because his his face is all like mm. his nose is all bandaged up and he's asleep in the car. So they must have sedated him because he was He ste- well, was that hysterical at school. Yeah, They've probably given him something to just calm him down because, it, you know, he was in a right state. And, like, the dad's just driving him home crying. And I'm just like, oh, poor guy. He's having a it's right horrible. time of it. It's, it's awful. Horrible. Yeah. So, yeah, he gets home and she's basically like, you need to go look in the attic because I found something in there.
4: It's not good. <laughs> No, it's it's not it's not good. And he's it's, it's beyond not good. It's bad. He's
3: like, yeah. He's like, my mum's in the attic with no head. And then he's like, of course she is because I, I feel like he's had enough at this point. So, he's like, yeah. I put up with your he, shit for long. He, he
4: thinks she's doing this stuff. Yeah, because he asks her if she dug up the grave. Which kind of, in a way, kind of does make sense in that he has no idea about all the other stuff. Yeah. So he thinks it's her which sadly it isn't but he is not aware of that
3: yeah exactly so yeah he goes to have a look and then obviously comes down and is like oh my god like you are actually right yes she is up there that is awful and also would explain the stench of the house so then she says i need to get rid of this book this is my link it's charlie's drawing book because that's what she used to summon her Mm. And and she's like, it's linked to me. I tried to set fire to it, but then I set on fire I need to Yeah, I need to get get rid of it. And at this point she's willing to sacrifice herself to save her son because mm. she's like, I think he's in danger and I'm I'm really worried about him. And he is in he's, danger. Yeah, she's sort of saying... She basically says, I need you to burn this book because I can't do it. Like, I tried to and, and it set me on fire. Yeah. I just can't do it. And she she says her goodbyes to him and she's like, I love you, you know, blah, blah, blah. But he's it's not so going to do sad.
4: it. Because he's like, you have just... Yeah. You've gone too far. This is just yeah. too much.
3: That's it. He... He sort of says that the police need to be called and we need to sort this out. Mm. And she's like, No, this needs to happen. And he's like, I'm not doing it. So she grabs the book and throws it in.
4: Yeah. But then it's sets it sets on, on fire. Oh, so shocked by it that. It was awful. Horrible. It was horrible. It's, oh, oh, it's it horrible. was. I was almost more shocked than the man who was on fire himself.
3: Yeah, it oh, was shocking. Poor guy. Mm. He just tried to hold he that family together. Do, yeah, but now he's, he's gone. His best.
4: Now he's yeah. That's it now. And now it's like, who's going to help Peter now? Who is going to help Peter? No one's going to no help one. Peter. No one. That's. I think that's part of the the saddest part of the film, mm. in that Peter is kind of beaten down. Grad. So sort of step by step, it's yeah. put in a position where he is really, really vulnerable mm-hmm. and there's no one to help him. Absolutely. It's frightening him.
3: Yeah. So, yeah, and the, that blue light again sort of passes over and you think, oh, God, something mm. bad's happening. Peter obviously got put to bed because he was sedated and now he's woken up in the middle of the night. Goes downstairs to find his dad burnt
4: to a crisp oh, on the floor. horrible. He's going to be so traumatised if he um, survives which
3: yeah is. and then he mm. he's sort of staring at his dead dad but in the corner up in the corner is his mum <gasps> in yeah. the room stuck to the ceiling oh jesus and then and then he uh sees a naked old man at the door oh. i don't know what it is about ariasta but he loves a na- naked I, old person i don't i don't either i don't know why but there's always got to be naked old people but yeah i guess it's kind of ritualistic so he sees him and then he sees the mum in the corner who fully just starts running at him which is terrifying yeah so he runs upstairs to the attic
4: i was like don't go in the attic leave the house
3: yeah like,
4: drive to but
3: marie thought it would be somewhere. safe in there
4: yeah well i suppose he was just like, trying to get away the, yeah i think he was it trying was to get like, away. if
3: i get the ladder down and then pull it up i'll mm-hmm. be safe because yeah. then she can't get to me oh no no so he's sat there going, Mum, please stop it and and there's like a shot of her just banging a head against the hatch of the oh, thing. It's oh it's
4: horrible. horrible. It's too fast. No one moves that fast. It's, it's very horrible and it's disturbing. He, and he's
3: like she's like properly like smashing a head on the start and he's like, Mummy, please stop mm. it and like he's like a teenager, like he's like, Mummy, With please, please stop it, mummy old
4: lad says mummy you yeah. know that they are extremely scared yeah oh, yeah. it's horrible
3: and then he sort of realize it kind of comes to realize his surroundings so like there's all these candles around him and then there's there's an outline of her body which was there mm. but then where where it was there's like a circle of candles and a photo of him with no eyes mm. um and then you hear this noise this kind of squelchy noise, and and he's like, mm-hmm.
1: what's that? And he
3: looks up, and it's his mum floating, with like a I don't know what she is. It, it must be a wire piano or wire, something. Piano wire, just cutting a head off, just cutting a head off, chop chop chop. And then at that point, he he sees some more naked people, and absolutely pieces out of the oh. window. He's like, nope
4: i am going i think that's the best way to go leaps out, out of an attic Get window out. yeah
3: and then and then it just pans out to the to the where he's jumped out of this window and all you can hear is this sewing Ugh. and she's sewing sewing oh. sewing and then it stops Awful. and then you just hear a head fall Awful. to the floor
4: <gasps> the actress who plays it was it tony collette tony collette she's yeah very good at frightening people isn't she's she absolutely she's absolutely brilliant very terrifying in this
3: oh yeah. so he's lying in the garden and then comes to, because obviously he probably knocked himself out from
4: jumping Very out of lucky a, it wasn't more sick. Well, no, he's not. Jumping well. out of a
3: third story window, mm. yeah. And he sees his mum float up to the treehouse. So how, he follows her up how there. How does
4: she get there? I just... How does she float? I don't... I just don't know. And then there's loads
3: of uh, old naked cult people in the garden. Mm. Like, on the way there. It's all dark. And, like... I feel like this is the first time in the film the music changes and it's not really ominous and dark. It's really Mm. ethereal and calm and quite nice. So he gets into this treehouse to loads of people are kneeling on the floor. Got Charlie's head on a mannequin with a crown on. Mum and Grandma are knelt
1: like Mm, in a a sort of prep
3: towards this head. But they don't have heads. Uh, There's a picture of Grandma... Up there because obviously she was the head mm-hmm. of this whatever it is and he has absolutely no expression at all because i don't think he quite knows how to process he it
4: he's not he's he's not able to deal with it they absolutely Which is not understandable
3: and then uh, one of the people puts a crown on his head and then joan joan says she's like it's all right charlie And then she's like, You're Payman, one of the eight kings of hell. We've corrected your female body. Now you're in a male Mm. body. Um, And it's basically a We worship you, so give us wealth and knowledge, because we are bound to you. We serve you, blah, blah, blah. Hail Payman. So everyone's like, Hail Payman. And then it ends. Mm. That's it. I wasn't sure. Credits. I
4: liked the ending. Really? I wanted Charlie, not Charlie, I wanted um, Peter to get away. No. But he didn't. Yeah, but it said yeah, he was it never going to get away. He was never going to get away. He was never going to get away. So the whole film is like inevitable. There's, yeah. There are no survivors.
3: No. And now what happens now? Does he just go on as payment? Is Joan going to look after him? Probably. Did Joan sacrifice her grandson and son? <gasps>
4: oh that's awful she oh piece of work i hadn't thought of that that's awful i didn't i just thought of it
3: now oh
4: yeah oh this movie keeps getting more and more
3: frightening oh it's crazy terrifying but yeah so all the time yeah so she'd and charlie put this payment character into her as like a placeholder until she could put him in that's horrible peter so was she always meant to die was she always gonna die because maybe did she have to die to yeah maybe be passed on to because there was a sim that symbol was on that pole <gasps> Mhm. yeah it's so good such a good film
4: i love it's it it's very um complex is it's it?
3: very very complex there's mm. so much so much in it as well like there's so many hidden things that i don't even know about i think there's that i've detail. not noticed yet. yeah
4: oh it's brilliant you need to watch it like seven times
3: yeah, I think like the more you watch it, the more stuff you notice, and it makes it better. If you it watch it the second it,
4: time, you would see in all the dialogue all the things that are like foreshadowing everything. Yeah, that's yeah,
3: happen, that's yeah. it. It's re- yeah, and you like, oh yeah, that's interesting. It's like that, that play, it's like basically it's all laid out for you. Yeah. So it tells you what's going
4: to happen. Yeah. But
3: you don't, you don't think know. about it until yeah. at the end,
4: you're like, oh yeah. Because quite often, if there's a piece of dialogue in a film that you don't quite understand why they're saying or what they mean, mm-hmm. you don't stop it and try and figure it out. You just keep watching because you're like, well, I, I don't know what's going on, I'll just keep watching. Yeah. Whereas if you stopped it and analysed it, you might mm-hmm. pick up on it. But you do
3: Yeah, that's it. Ratings, absolute five out of five. No question for me.
4: <laughs> I did. I thought it was really good, but I feel like I'm going to have nightmares.
3: I didn't like the ending. Yeah, I had, you wanted a happy ending. I need, really. I need
4: like, a, a quality rating was five. Causing nightmare rating was, like, a negative five. Not in a bad way, just in a nightmare way. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean.
3: Yeah. I'd say Gar probably a three, because, oh, like, well, the head's a grim. Head.
4: So many heads and burning. Removing the heads and... Heads. Yeah. Breaking your nose on a school desk. Yeah. Oh, what else? That was brutal. If only they'd had
3: an epipen. If only they'd had an epipen, none of this would have happened. But maybe that
4: was all predetermined. Maybe she wasn't why meant can't, to have one. like a good a good person stop this stuff happening? Like, as in, like the <laughs> cult at the end is obviously the yeah. cult, and that's it. I'm um,
3: assuming they're gonna like take him in because now he has no family. All his yeah. family are dead. So, happen. yeah. So why work not we have a a good cult. A good good cult never exist with an EpiPen. with an EpiPen, yeah so yeah guys if you're allergic and you have a pen please carry it with you that is all i will say
4: everyone should know how to use an EpiPen as well i don't actually i've seen I've do you seen not just them. go <gasps> yeah I've, well, I've seen um an instructional in. video on how to use one but i've never actually handled one you have one. to jab
3: it in somebody's leg yeah yeah oh, that must hurt i imagine it's not great but then also well, if you die and you yeah, be like yeah, yeah. crack
4: on <laughs> mm. they should also if um they educate people about asthma inhalers and stuff mm. because there's different types and different colors
3: yeah there is and also the way you use them is mm. very important as well because they've changed it have they yeah because every time i have an asthma review they, they're like can you use it and i'm like I'm probably because i've been using them since i was about 10 so mm. but yeah you've got to make sure like you properly breathe out mm. and then you
4: you have to inhale and hold. No,
3: you, 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 not? you hold and then breathe now. Nice. I've changed it, yeah. Yeah, hold and breathe and then mm. just kind of hold your breath a little bit and then take really deep breaths to make sure it's in. You've got to make sure. Yeah.
4: Asthma um, serious. Yeah. Mm. Asthma is um, made worse by environmental factors, I think. Like, I'm um, worse when it's Pollution damp. and stuff, mm. yeah.
3: When it's, da- when it's damp, I'm worse, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm at risk of COVID because I've got a lot... Well, her. don't catch it. Mm. Do not. I've been taking my
4: steroid inhaler just in case because
3: mm. I'm not, like, panicking about it, but, like, it pays to be careful, I suppose.
4: Well, yeah, especially with everyone going out to the pub and stuff, it's... Yeah. I don't think it's worth the increased exposure because I mm. could go into the pub when you haven't been to the pub for, like, six months, you could... Just get pissed just at wait home. wait for a couple of weeks or something so that we spread spread, spread it out. out. Mm. Just but get pissed at home. They shouldn't have called it Super Saturday. It's
3: cheaper. And also, if you do get a bit drunk, you can just take yourself off up to bed and you don't have very far to go. That's
4: true. Unless you live in one of these American palatial houses. Unless you... Yeah. Well, you just sleep on the sofa then, wouldn't you? I, just, I just feel like one house in England feels like the front room of an american house absolutely yeah they're just huge their bedrooms are massive their beds look tiny in these giant rooms
3: i wouldn't i wouldn't class my house as particularly small and your house isn't particularly small but in comparison to a these American like combined they're probably not even the size of that house (laughs) it's crazy (laughs) yeah what was my what was oh humor it's not very funny
4: no the only bit i laughed
3: at was when he was sassy and he was like of course it is that was the only bit that made me laugh, but yeah, it's mm-hmm. not very it's not very funny, but definitely worth a watch. I I kind of yeah I kind of wish I'd have watched it in the cinema, but I think I'd have been so it terrified, would have been ten times more terrifying in the uh, cinema. would have been so tense. Mm. He does go, he does tense really well. I really hope that he does some more films. I'm sure I read somewhere that he said he wasn't doing horror again, oh, and I was oh, like, that would be interesting.
4: Oh, I wonder what he's gonna do. He could do a good thriller, comedy. I bet he could do a comedy. <laughs> a um one of the, who was those um people who made south park one of their comedy sh- yeah Scone. yeah basketball. i think those two would work very well together they've got very similar styles absolutely yeah
3: <laughs> have you ever seen basketball
4: no oh it's really good it's, it's got fair. the
3: south park guys in yeah, yeah it's no, really
4: I've
3: funny seen it. yeah it's good yeah it is a good film that i am um, uh, yeah i hope he does my horror mm. i'm sure he'll
4: keep do it because
3: the. I feel like if people badger, good, badger him they? enough, he will yeah. do it. Maybe I'll yeah. make
4: a horror film about all these people who are badgering him to make horror films. <laughs> yeah. Found <laughs> found footage. These people are badgering me. Stop badgering me. Mm. Leave me alone. we have a twist. At the end. I just want to make a comedy.
3: No. <laughs> I think doing? it did quite well, at the cinema. Yeah. As far as I know, yeah. Mm. Mm.
4: And what we're you doing next week?
3: Well, next week we're gonna do the original alien oh
4: mm. i've seen that one you've seen that many I've seen times that. Yeah, yeah i've seen it it's a classic it's good though isn't it yeah it is it's classic Alien's it's good. good i love the way the cat survives
3: the cat is the absolute mvp of that that yeah. whole franchise ginger cat jones is he called jones i think oh, he's called jones yeah he does well though yeah he's great I've got some uh, good facts about Alien Ooh, next week. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. So, yeah. Watch Alien for next week. And in the meantime, we're on Twitter at WNS We're on Facebook at Wonderful and Strange. And we are also on the emails Wonderful and Strange at Hotmail.com. And also, we've got an announcement what? which I totally forgot. What? We've got a Patreon! Oh yeah, you did tell me that. I did tell you that. I thought you would. Yeah, I yeah. thought it was
4: something new. Like you would. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I, point it was.
3: Yeah, we've got a we've got a Patreon. So there's uh, there's three tiers on there. Um, if anyone would like to donate, just to fund the
4: fund the pod and yeah, because it's very expensive to produce. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely is no it's not really but we have to hire a
3: studio yeah can you imagine oh my god so yeah patreon wonderful and strange check it out if you want what do you get um well you can read it on there oh read it on the site read it on the site because i've forgotten what i put (laughs) up yeah uh just yeah interact with us on on socials say hi Give us a review mm. on the platforms. That'll be good. Just gets us out there and, yeah. what? Well, Alien. people need to hear about Leon. People need to learn about Leon. I feel like I've learned about Leon today.
4: Yeah? Yeah. Well, I'm all out of facts. Oh, you'll have more facts for me next week. I'll see. I'll, I'll dig up my old holiday snap. I'll do like a... I'll, it'll be called like Snap Snap Holidays. And I'll give you a <laughs> fact I love it. About... <laughs> the holidays i've had i like it yeah it's a new segment new segment (laughs) i could do a
3: whole podcast on it (laughs) Uh, on holidays a little bit make everyone want to go on holiday though well you can't yeah you you can you can You can to some places you can book them but not for just yet not just yet Mm. so yeah watch alien next week we'll be back yeah stay safe guys don't all crowd the pubs (laughs) Bye!